I made Chex Mix and butter chicken and pecan sandies. No, pecan pie. Welcome to Namely 90s. The podcast that takes you back to the time before smartphones, Google, and Y2K. Join your hosts as they relive the pop culture that shaped a generation and the parts that many people wish they could forget. Listen in to the conversation about how the decade defined those who spent their childhood there and how it shaped them as adults. So, turn down the grunge and dial up the internet. Let's get started. It's time for Namely 90s. That's right, you're listening to Namely 90s. My name is Andrew and over there is Brandon. That's me. You can find us online at Namely90s.com or on Twitter and Instagram at Namely90s with a 90s. You can also find the show on YouTube at Namely90s.com slash YouTube or I suppose YouTube.com slash at Namely90s, but you know, that's a new thing. So, you know, whatever. It'll catch on. Uh, and finally, if you'd like to support the show, head, I'd said it very quickly. Uh, and if you'd like to support the show, head over to Patreon.com slash Namely90s, also with a 90s, but without an at. And get signed up for one of our support levels. Uh, hey, welcome to this episode. <laughs> uh, November 28th. November 28th, December episode. Yeah, well, so we it's are pre-December. In, we're in the final. We're in the final four episodes of our monthly, like month a week format. Um this is episode 130, so this is 97, December 1997. Um, it's the last four episodes of the 90s. We did it. Yay! Did you, did you ever think we'd get here? No, I actually did not. <laughs> uh, yeah, me, me I mean, either. did you? I mean, I, to, to be honest, like, I, we've, we've done this. This is our third venture into podcasting, I think. Um, yeah. More or less. And, uh, yeah, uh, it turns out if uh, I don't have a job and uh, focus on it completely, yeah. uh, we're able to match our schedules. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, it's no, I, 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 I took I took the editing from you on the third episode, I think, because uh, and I'm glad you did, because your sound filters work much better. Oh, thank you. Well, it's not just that. It's I, it's I I did it because you were busy and it would have been this podcast would have been dead in the water. Uh, oh, yeah. If 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 we didn't do it that way. So um, I'm glad we were able to, to make it to to 130 episodes plus uh, like 75 Listen, no. a, lo- a lot of people start a podcast mm-hmm. very people very few people produce 150 episodes or more right I which mean, we have yeah In yeah exactly three under three years two and a half years it's uh well i mean it's it's nice to just be able to hang out once a week and yeah exactly i mean that's kind of what the origin of this podcast was that is, um, you know, I kind of wish I had more access to the internet in high school. I think my life would be very different at this point. Uh, had we had that, um, yeah, but of course the pandemic revealed that, you know, people had to rely on zoom to see the people, their friends, their family. Yeah. And it's made me realize that it's dumb that even though we live far apart, like 
you can still hang out. Hang out. Yes. You don't have to be in person every time, you know? Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, that's true. And it's uh, it's just, you know, I I look at uh Smosh, uh, which is still one of the biggest channels on YouTube, and they like they one of their creators is thirty-four, uh, so a little bit older than I am, but uh um <laughs> had we done things differently we we might have we might have been one of those content creators right now just just one of those what ifs we still could be we just have to spend a lot of money on stupid gags mm-hmm. uh, like this in the background <laughs> yeah i don't know what i did there probably nothing because by the time <laughs> i did this i forgot about that point absolutely <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, how have you been? It's not like we've been recording constantly for the last oh, five days. man. Yeah, just getting over this <clears throat> little bug. You know, it's probably not the COVID, right? But well, that was um, pretty quick. Didn't you just get it on like Saturday? Yeah, it's just turned into like a cold and I'm starting to do the incessant coughing. So that's fun. But mm. no, we got some, uh, the, you know, well, I guess it's after some, now. Some Happy Thanksgiving yeah. to everybody, but uh, yeah. about to have some turkey this week. Gobble, gobble. Uh, yeah, now I think you can officially have uh, your your whole Christmas thing going. The one thing I don't recall if I said is mm-hmm. I do Happy Thanksgiving. That, but I will say, as far as the Christmas music and Christmas decorating thing, like in this world, mm-hmm. if turning on Christmas music on November first or putting up your Christmas tree brings you joy, I mm-hmm. welcome you to do it because yeah. so few things bring joy in this world. It's not making me hate you more. No, it's <laughs> yeah. you already it, hate everybody. <laughs> yeah. No, it's if it brings you joy, I'm not going to yuck your yum. Uh, you know, it's it's the it's the freedom of speech, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone else with it by all means. Yeah. No, your I, I guess I may feel people feel bad about doing doing stuff that brings them happiness, you know. Right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Unless it's uh, illegal, in which case ooh, we, we don't yuck yums here unless right. we accidentally do because we <laughs> constantly do that. <laughs> um, it's true. But um, we try not to. We try not to. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, we've talked so much recently that, you know, it's like, hey, it's hard to fill 10 minutes worth of chit chat. <laughs> that's what she said. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what, what did you do for Thanksgiving? Uh, we went to my parents, my brother was there, uh, my family, my brother and his wife and all them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously our family, the two grandmothers, my grandma and my brother's wife's grandma, sister-in-law's grandma now all live in the area. So oh, they're coming that. as that's well. Nice. So this will be one of our biggest Thanksgivings in a long time. Well, that's fun. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be, ex- uh, it was exciting. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> We're recording this prior to that. Uh, yeah, it's complicated. And how about yours? Uh, well, you know, uh, my my aunt and uncle retired. Uh, my on my mom's side, um, and I usually go. So the last two years, I went down to LA to visit them, Pas- uh, Pasadena area. And uh, unfortunately, this year, um, uh, one of my aunt's uh, relatives passed away. So uh, I think sister-in-law, I'm not sure how it all works, but um, <coughs> so they had the funeral 
early last week, uh, like a day or two before Thanksgiving. So they're staying up in the Bay Area and they're having me come up there because that's uh-huh. where they lived prior to retiring. Uh, and so we're it's it's like going back to, to Thanksgiving in the Bay uh, that I'd done for a decade prior to to going down to L.A. Um, so it'll be fun to see all of my aunt's relatives. And um, uh, I mean, not the most fun since they just had someone pass away, but it, it, yeah. it'll be nice for me is what I'm saying to see them all. Cause I haven't seen them in three years at this point. And, um, or it'll, yeah, two years, what, whatever. And, uh, yeah. Um, or it, it has been nice seeing them. We went tasting in <laughs> Napa on Friday, um, or Sonoma or Livermore. Who knows? It's hard to get those last minute reservations. Um, and yeah, uh, it was a good time had by all nice, nice to see them catch up, uh, a little shorter than usual. Uh, now I feel guilty for not visiting more often during the rest of the year this year. Um, yeah, but you know, it's, it, it can be hard. It's, mm-hmm. it's life. Yeah. But you know, I have a little more free time than say you, um, <laughs> lately. Uh, but yeah, um, Hopefully, I will get to rectify that in the coming year. And yeah, uh, hopefully everyone else out there uh, enjoyed their Thanksgiving as well. Or if you're listening in a country that doesn't know what the hell we're talking about, American Thanksgiving is a day where we are thankful for things and uh, also insulin. In (laughs) what? Okay, that's funny. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of the kickoff to the holiday season, as I like to say. But we're not yucking yums. So, uh, where should we, should we get into it? Let's get into it. So, yeah, why don't you tell us what was going on in December of 1997? Travel back with me, listeners, if you will, to December of 1997 on the 6th. Quake 2 is released for Windows. It's uh, released in 1999 for the N64 and the PlayStation 1. Are you a Quake 2 fan? Um, no, only... Uh, no, no. Did they make an engine out of that? I feel like they made yeah, there's engine. a Quake no. engine, uh, for sure. Uh, on the 11th, a federal judge orders Microsoft not to bundle Internet Explorer 4 in Windows. Um, something about a monopoly... Yeah, yeah, um, I remember that. On the 14th, director Luke Besson marries Mila Jovovich. Uh, They divorce two years later. Uh, Do you remember Luke Besson? He directed my favorite movie, The Fifth Element. Oh, yes. Which starred Mila Jovovich. Well done. And Bruce Willis. I'm impressed that, uh, that I'm so proud you've learned stuff on this podcast uh on the 15th uh the san francisco 49ers retired the number 16 in honor of joe montana or yeah, as just, he likes to say montana you just seen the guy you should seen steve colorado <laughs> okay oh uh, it's late i laughed at that on the 15th mod apatow is born do you know who mod apatow is any relation to judd yes one of two daughters i believe uh, and okay I think i want to say she's on euphoria 
And then there's uh, mod. And then there's mod. On the 16th, over 700 children in Japan are hospitalized after watching the Pokemon anime episode featuring Porygon. Whoops. Um, never aired again. Did those 700 <laughs> children have a history of epilepsy or? Uh, I think they discovered that they are. Uh, sub, uh, so what you're saying is. Pokemon episode saves 700 children's lives. Yeah. As long as they weren't thrashing about and biting their tongues. Um, it saved over 700 children's lives. Uh, the 18th. Speaking of saving lives, Chris Farley dies of an overdose of a speedball. Do you know what a speedball is? Andrew uh, speedball. Yeah. Uh, apparently it's cocaine and morphine. I did not know that prior to researching this episode. I knew it was a thing. I didn't know what it was. Uh, he dies at the age of 33. Uh, too soon. Uh, rip to the max. Rip to the max. Chris. Farley. I hope he's happily mm. in heaven living in a van down by the river. I Even just though watched that was that again. fear. Mm. No, Matt Foley was living in a van oh. down by the river. And now all that any millennial wants is to live in a van down, down by, the, by river. the river. That's true. And some Gen Xers on the 21st. Yeah. Yoshi's story is released for the N64 in Japan, uh, March 10th in the U S but clearly we've already done that episode and haven't talked about it. Uh, on the 22nd, MTV removes the music video for Smack My Bitch Up by Prodigy from its broadcast rotation. Remember, remember Smack My Bitch Up? Yeah, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. Smack think, My Bitch Up. Yeah, you can't say that. No, no, you can't. And we just said it multiple times. On the 23rd, Woody Allen, 62, weds Soon Yi Previn, 27, adopted daughter of Mia Farrow, whom he dated for 10 years when Su Yi was Soon Yi was 11 to 21, uh, and then immediately dated her after leaving Farrow. Um, also on the 23rd, a Hanukkah candle is lit at the Vatican for the first time ever, question mark, to reconcile Roman Catholics and the Jews. Also on the 23rd, Gran Turismo is released for the PlayStation in Japan, uh, May 1998 in North America and Europe. Gran Turismo. Uh, on the 24th, TNT slash TBS broadcast a 24 hours of a Christmas story for the first time. I don't need that. You don't? I, I no. kind of like it. Uh, it's just something to throw on in the background. Uh, I like a Christmas story. I have a feeling you don't like a Christmas story. Yeah, I don't need to watch it all day. True, but it's you're doing other things and you kind of come back to it. Just kind of pop in, pop out. That's uh, um, on the 25th, on. Jerry Seinfeld announces his hit TV series will end the following year, which sows tension between Jews and Catholics. Why does that? I, not, are not Jews true. not allowed to have TV on TV? No, that was just a dumb joke. Oh, okay. uh, because uh, the Roman Catholic Church had just had just fixed it. And then Seinfeld ending the most popular show in the world at the time makes everyone angry yeah sure uh especially kanye yes kanye west for some reason on the 30th the memoir i know why the cage bird sings by maya angelou is removed from the curriculum for the ninth grade english classes in ann Ad- uh, ann arundel county maryland for portraying quote white people as being horrible nasty stupid people 
Isn't uh, that what we did tr- to black people for like 300 years? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, so one of the earlier uh, renouncing of quote unquote woke curriculum bullshit <laughs> or quote unquote wokus pocus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just let people read your shit, man. Uh, on the 31st, um, Microsoft buys Hotmail for, unless it's like racist shit, uh, Microsoft buys Hotmail for 400 million and rebrands it to MSN Hotmail. You remember your Hotmail account? I do, yeah. Do you still have it? <clears throat> no, I probably could could get back into it if I it could. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I used to use it for junk mail, but I don't. Oh, I'm well I, beyond that. I just used my junk email is my email. Yeah, mine mine as well. Uh, you should see how many unread I have. And I'll finally, also on the 31st, Will Smith slaps. Sorry. <laughs> Will Smith marries Jada Pinkett. Smith. No. Well, Damn it. She became Smith. Yes. Uh, TV ending in uh, December of 1997. On the 4th, Extreme Ghostbusters cartoon uh on the sixth the magic school bus cartoon on the seventh ah real monsters cartoon uh on the tenth the tony danza show live action on the twelfth where in time is carmen san diego or as i wrote where in time in carmen san diego (laughs) cartoon on the 15th johnny bravo cartoon which returned two years later in 1999 and finally, on the 17th, Men Behaving Badly. Live action, question mark? In the box office, December 1997. On the 5th, we have Goodwill Hunting. Applesauce, bitch. Uh, do you remember Goodwill Hunting? Something about Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah, and liking apples. No. Something about a train. Uh, how do you like them apples? Uh, on the twelfth, we have Home Alone three and Scream two. Uh, on the nineteenth, we have Titanic, Titanic, uh, Titanic, and Tomorrow Never Dies. And then on the twenty fifth, we have An American Werewolf in Paris and As Good as It Gets, starring Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. And the Billboard charts, uh, number one in the Billboard charts for December 1997 in from October and out through January is Candle in the Wind 1997 edition by Elton John, who just played his last show uh, yesterday, I believe. Sad. Or maybe he's on a tour. I'm not sure. Continuing on for the last week of December 1997. At number two, we have How Do I Live by Leanne Rimes. At number three, we have You Make Me Wanna by Usher, uh, number four, together again by Janet Jackson, number nine, truly badly, deeply by Savage Garden, number eleven, mm. tub something by Shambawamba, number fourteen, I don't want to wait by Paula Cole, number eighteen, Spice Up Your Life by Spice Girls, number twenty-two, Foolish Games slash You Were Meant for Me by our Lord and Savior here at Namely Nineties, Jewel. And number 23, I Do by Lisa Loeb. And finally, at number 25, we have Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. Hi, I'm Andrew, and I poop my pants. <laughs> I mean, uh, and now let's go to Brandon for the Namely 90s Minute. 
Welcome back to our mid-episode break, namely 90s Minute. Every week we look back at a culturally relevant show, movie, or piece of pop culture that probably helps stoke the algorithm. This week, in honor of Santa Claus doing a Die Hard, we're looking back at the last time Die Hard was set at Christmas. Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2, sometimes referred to as Die Harder due to that tagline being bigger than the actual title of the movie on its posters, is a 1990 action thriller starring the fifth element as John McClane, the wife from the first Die Hard as his wife, McGarrett's dad in the Hawaii Five-O reboot as the villain, the first victim in Christine as the airport's chief engineer, Walter Peck from Ghostbusters as basically the same character slash the wife's co-worker from the first movie, the original Django as the corrupt foreign military leader Esperanza, the dad from Good Times as Major Grant, who you think is good but isn't, Detective Sipowitz from MIP Blue as the airport police chief, future Senator Fred Thompson as the air traffic director, and Carl Winslow from Family Matters as his cop character from the first movie in a very weak cameo. The story begins two Christmas Eves after the first movie as Sixth Sense arrives at Dulles International Airport to pick up his wife. While he waits, he notices some men sneaking around the airport, this was before the TSA stopped you from just walking up to the gates without a boarding pass, and tries to tell people about the suspicious characters. Turns out, they're disgraced ex-military trying to free an incoming foreign prisoner slash former corrupt military leader they like. The terrorists, yes, we've been over this, white militants from our own country can still be considered terrorists, take over a church on the outskirts of the airport and take control of the lights on the runway and disable communication with all the incoming planes, so their favorite dictator's plane can land and they can rescue him. Worried about his wife, Unbreakable tries to stop them but fails, only to get double-crossed by a U.S. Special Forces team that was in league with the terrorists. And as the 747 that is trying to escape with the terrorists is taking off, Armageddon rips a hole in the fuel line and tosses a lighter on the trail of gasoline, which catches up to the plane taking off and it explodes. Also, his wife uses a stun gun on her annoying co-worker in the plane they're on. With the fire at the end of the runway visible, the circling planes are able to land and the day is saved. And that's Die Hard 2 in a namely 90s minute. More or less. And now, back to the show. Alright, anywhere you want to go? Ooh, the list is just immense so many things to talk about we should have had, had we known we were going to be so tired for this episode yeah exactly <laughs> should well, have shifted around wow i even could have done that because i had the next <laughs> episode prepped and ready let's uh, see um so many things. let's see i like tomorrow never dies obviously um, oh yeah hotmail gran turismo i feel like we talked about hotmail before it's like whenever I see someone with a hotmail address now, I'm like, wow, you're a loser. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure one of my relatives still has like, worse yet. Yahoo Earthlink. I was going to say, oh yeah. We'll have like a net zero.com or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. like that's a dogpile.com. dogpile.com trying to use a rich shit. That does the remind me, uh, in the show, um, Shit's Creek, where Myra's like, I asked Jeeves this extensively. That's a good, uh, <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is In that joke just it. goes over a bunch of people's heads, you know. Mm, yep. Uh, uh, there's a community joke where uh, I've said this before. The older Chevy Chase character is like, "Look it up, dude." In Carta, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, why did it, MSN? It was like at at hotmail.com or at msn.com and for a while it was at live.com which didn't really make any sense yeah i didn't understand that uh, and now it's all about the outlook office situation is outlook, now outlook is becoming office 365 no no 365 is now something becoming else or no office. 
Office is 365. Let's look it up right now. Yeah, because the Office app is becoming the new Microsoft 365 app. Yeah. Which, you know, is kind of bullshit that you have to pay $100 per year now just to I know. use uh, use this the Office com- suite. This is compelling, compelling stuff. Oh, I, I mean, even Open get, Office is not as good. I'm sorry. It's not. And uh, you do get free dictation if you're uh, subscribed to 365, but you can you can still buy like a yearly office thing but it's not it's just the builds aren't the builds aren't great anymore it's kind of sucks everything's subscription now it's how they get you that's how they get you yeah yeah i feel like gmail is just kind of the standard these days i mean if you use it if you use it enough it it is nice to have um like office and adobe subscriptions because you are constantly getting the updates and whatnot but yeah uh hotmail hotmail gmail is a standard for sure uh people's going back to yahoo mail but why though i've used it before it's terrible i was like it's, it is it's, terrible it's the worst um yeah so pretty much what else can you say about hotmail? not much uh yeah it's like i'm gonna use my hotmail to log into my myspace account i use it with my msn messenger oh yeah i remember msn messenger Mm-hmm. I, I do deeply miss the AOL instant messenger days. I do. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you don't need it anymore, but it, I do miss it. it. It was more fun that way to just kind of, you know, throw some lyrics that you slightly modified with a girl's name into your profile right. and just, and then, someone, and then like when someone came online, but then they went off really fast. It was like, is it their internet or did they see you? You know, it was like that whole thing. Oh uh, yeah, did they, did they get online, see you, block you, and then continue their lives? Yeah, which probably never actually happened. I think everyone just had such shitty internet connections back then. Yeah, well, so I actually did see. I saw a great meme um, today where it might have been yesterday, but it was something to the extent of. Let's see if I can find it. Um, here it is. The difference between millennials and Gen Z, it's actually just a tweet. The difference between millennials and Gen Z is that we millennials spent our youth hiding behind a computer screen and are now afraid to do simple tasks that involve communicating, like calling the dentist. And Gen Z is literally growing up fearless on a screen. Yeah, it is funny, though, because it's like the last thing I want to do is call anywhere. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I I talk on the phone a lot for work, so I'm getting I'm good at it, but it's like yeah no i want to go online yeah i feel weird i feel weird about calling people even in my family like i feel like they have they're doing other things why why would i bother them because uh, that's how i feel yeah. remember when it, you had a phone in your house and people yeah. just you it was called regardless yes you couldn't send a message to ask permission to call first right and then that's the weird thing it's like you send a text hey can i call you and then you're left on red and you're like oh well like, I guess if you not. called me if i was just out and about tomorrow and mm. you called me i'd be like holy shit <laughs> i just feel like it was like and that, i would that answer family. immediately because i'd be like what what happened exactly and it's, it's like that family guy episode where peter um uh, Peter gets taken to that women's camp or whatever, and then he becomes more feminine, quote unquote. Oh yeah, and he just calls Quagmire and he's like, "Hey Quagmire, what you doing?" He's like, "Uh, why why'd you call me, Peter?" He's like, 
no reason just wanted to talk <laughs> yeah that, like, if you, seriously if you called me i'd be like uh this is serious yeah i need to uh, take this <laughs> yeah uh clearly brandon has died and someone was calling me because yeah. he, uh, i'm still on his ice and contacts yeah that's that's super true still on my ice um, contacts <laughs> huh anyway yeah uh we got five minutes out of hotmail <laughs> Uh, now let's talk about hot pants. No, yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> let's discuss this creepiness. No, um, I, I want to, I want to focus on Chris Farley before we get to something lighter. Rip uh, to the max. Rip to the max. Uh, Matt Foley. I just watched the sketch again. Uh, unrelated. Um, one of the episodes coming up uh, in our 12 days Christmas specials, which is now three weeks away plus two days um yeah uh had christina applegate which made me think of uh the matt the first matt foley sketch a character on snl that chris farley did where he played a man that lived in a van down by the river uh he was a motivational <laughs> speaker and uh parents would bring them bring him in to scare straight their dope using uh teenagers oh, this is all very interesting. I didn't realize that it's David Spade and Christina Applegate. Oh yeah. It's David Spade and Christina Applegate. Um, I also just saw an, uh, an article where, um, the, so Phil Hartman's the dad. I don't remember who, who is the wife, um, the mom, but, uh, I did read that she still thinks about that sketch all the time because she's, they had to like reposition the cameras because she was cracking the whole time watching Chris, Chris Farley do the bit. So that's why it's more like, that's why it's on David Spade and Christina Applegate so much because she's like full, full on breaking. And like, it's one of my favorite, one of my favorite SNL sketches. Cause like you could see Christina Applegate's like, uh, hair covers yeah. her. So she, and like, she's clearly laughing. David Spade breaks at one point and he's just like, one of my like, favorite things is the character was created by Bob Odenkirk. Oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Um, but apparently it was redone by Melissa McCarthy on the 40th anniversary special. Yes, I did. I've watched. Well, I've I've seen every SNL since probably when did LeBron host 2020, 2012. I mean, uh, yeah, I've watched every SNL since I've been in college. So Oh God, that's over a decade. Um, and I, you know, I've gone back. I haven't watched, I haven't watched all of SNL, but I have gone uh, at times. I, that first season of SNL is like lightning in a bottle. Although a little, uh, <laughs> a little insensitive at this point in time. Um, well, even I'm, even I get affected, uh, 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 samurai deli, uh, it's, um, uh, the other guy that died that everyone loves. That's not Phil Hartman. Uh, terrible brother actor. Um, according to Jim Belushi, John Belushi. Thank you. John Belushi. Yeah. Uh, so Jim. John, yeah. Jim Belushi's the brother. Uh, John Belushi's the dead one. Uh, John Belushi dresses up in a samurai outfit and it's just like <laughs> slicing salami in a deli. That's the whole bit. Yeah. Uh, but no, Chris Farley had some great ones. He did the Chippendales uh, one with Fabio um, where it's like it's Chippendale tryouts and like he's 
he's in the black pants and then like you know his belly's like spilling over and he's just like going going hard dancing to the music next to fabio and that's that's an amazing one uh he had a recurring segment um where uh he would ask the famous celebrities that were on like do you remember this that was really cool and then uh the, the one i remember is with paul mccartney um but he just like he acts all nervous and asks them questions and then says yeah that was that was really cool um what else uh the bears who's the, the john goodman um the, like three three of them that would go duh bears and yeah i, I people reference that all the time yeah uh i'm sure you hate that one i do uh, yeah and then uh i think he was also he did drag with mike myers for um the the new jersey or new york girls uh phone call-in show uh they they were like upper east side ladies and very very uh, yeah stereotypical new york 90s um but yeah matt foley matt foley motivational speaker the great great character um yeah chris farley oh yeah and then we've talked about chris farley previously with black sheep and tommy Boy. yeah yep and beverly hills ninja underrated although i haven't seen it in 20 35 years so don't quote me on it (laughs) there's chris nearly chris farley chris wherever you are lee (laughs) which is actually not a segue into the movie titanic but is (laughs) In reference to the song, bar wherever you poikon episode. No, uh, tomorrow never dies. Uh, tomorrow never dies. Um, I, it's a fun movie. Pierce Brosnan, mm-hmm. uh, his second foray mm-hmm. as James, well, his second installment mm-hmm. as James Bond. Um, has the kind of villainous guy that kind of reminds me of Steve Jobs. They I, they were definitely going for a Steve Jobs look with that. But like the story didn't really make any sense. Uh, the story, if I remember correctly, is he he owns like a media conglomerate that's worldwide, and they're launching like a twenty four hour news channel akin to like this what eventually like would be Fox News news conglomerates. Or, well, because CNN and Fox News weren't like weren't a thing at that point, or they but were. How does just, that make you a villain? I, I don't know. Because he controls the media. Whoever controls the media controls the narrative, Mister Bond. Oh, so like that one family uh, that owns everything, the Murdochs. Yeah, that's the right one, right? I think I was going to say Hearst, but that's kind of dated. Uh, that is a little dated. Yeah. Um, but that's the movie where like the, he throws the guy into the printing press and it just gets blood everywhere. He's like, they'll print anything these days. Yeah. Um, oh, the, yeah. the remote controlled BMW that he can Ooh, control yeah. through his Sony Ericsson phone with the weird Avis uh, rent, rental car company like tie in. Like he was wearing an Avis. Uh, <laughs> I don't, is Avis even around anymore? Like yeah. it was a red vest and yeah, it's not the best movie. Uh, so I had to watch, I, I watched, I didn't have to watch it. I volunteered to watch this, uh, for, um, all nineties action all the time. Um, and was on their episode discussing this and, uh, Goldeneye, two different episodes. If you want to go check those out, um, for a more in-depth discussion, but, uh, I, like, 
watching this movie again after so many years of not having seen it, there are Bond Pierce Brosnan's lines in this movie. Like, I don't think he has a coherent sentence that ends in anything other than a quip. Like they're they're, all just quips. They're the, like every, everyone is just constantly quipping. Like it's 95% quips. I swear to God. Um, especially his, his lines. Um, and the other thing as a kid, I always thought that, uh, Natalia from Goldeneye was Terry Hatcher's character in this. Um, mm. cause they had this similar, like, I don't know. Was that the Rachel? It was like a Bob. Yeah. Um, and they looked very similar and she was always like shot in silhouette too, because she died quickly and, um, yeah, Michelle Yeoh's in this, which yeah, is awesome. True. Uh, uh, you saw this, you saw this way before I did. I didn't get to see this in theaters. I feel like you saw it in theaters. Um, I remember cause I remember you liking this movie before I, I had even been able to see it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's good. You know, it's not the best by any means. Well, I mean, when we were kids, that would <laughs> just seeing a bond movie is cool. Exactly. Um, yeah, uh, this that's a good one. Michelle Yeoh plays like a Chinese ministry, ministry of state security agent. Um, and then they do that weird, like handcuff motorcycle escape scene, which is still just all quips. And then the, I think the end of that <laughs> is she's like, you you ride you ride a motorcycle very well, Mister Bond. It's all uh, the only thing I ride well. Uh, <laughs> That's no, what he uh, says. He says he says something akin to, "That's because I never grew up," and it's like, okay, what? <laughs> still a child at heart. I want to bang you. Uh, what? And yeah, that was Bond eighteen for the most part. It. And then the other thing, the other thing with, with the Brosnan era is, uh, this one and the next one, there's a lot of submarine action. I think there's a submarine action on, on, uh, or like, yeah, whatever that one, like the bald guy that has like the messed up brain. And then he has like shove a nuclear fuel rod through his eyeball or something at the end. Yeah. That's the world's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's Uh, the next one. Yeah. That's the one I, I, you let me borrow on VHS. I think. And then which is the one with the guy with like the diamonds in his face. That's, that's die another day. Die another that's day. that's okay. the last one. That's that's the bad one of the batch. I, uh, I would say. Oh, the world. Uh, <laughs> the world's not enough is the one where they make all the gratuitous Christmas jokes. Yes. Looks uh, like Christmas is coming early this year or something yeah. like that. <laughs> no, she came twice this year. Um, <laughs> or Christmas uh, came twice this year. Terrible. And, yeah. Uh, um, that's, that's Denise Richards. Um, yes. And you know, uh, if you're, if for some reason your VHS copy of, uh, that the world's not enough was somehow worn out around the time when, uh, she was trying to escape the submarine or boat with the water coming in. Uh, I yes. have no idea why that the wet t-shirt uh, portion of the film. Yes. Yes. Um, horny child, uh, as most males are. It was um, the only one of Brosnan's Bond films not to open at number one because it opened on the same day as Titanic. Oh yeah, can you imagine that? Like, if your if your um significant other was like, "Oh, let's go to the movies," and you're like, 
oh my god there's a bond film we, we should go see a bond film and they're like yeah i want to see titanic Ooh, what would you do boy. Mm, that relationship is a sinking ship that relationship is sinking would have been the way to say that joke i i think sinking ship worked is it too soon mm, no no it was last century oh that was another one that i saw um it was like oh, millennials should not have to suffer being lumped in the same century as uh the t- titanic sinking and a movie being made about the titanic sinking yeah that's fair yeah uh, uh let's see what's number three um i think we already did number three. Oh, we did Dude. but uh i like home alone three i'm always just gonna throw this out there home alone three is good i had it on vhs it's scarlett johansson's first uh one of her first movie roles uh she really? plays she plays kevin's sister um the plot is basically the the robbers there's four robbers they're like international tech thieves or something and they steal a computer chip and put it inside a remote control car uh the nice old lady that lives next to kevin accidentally grabs the wrong remote control car because she brought one back for him because he was watching her house while she was gone and then the robbers uh kevin's humble and sick and this isn't Macaulay Culkin. This is a new kid. Um, oh. Yeah. And uh, he with a wisecracking parrot that's sentient, I think. Because um, he hunts down and blows up these robbers at one point. Uh, you know, um, standard fare. Uh, but they're trying to get this RC car. And Kevin's, you know, doing his um, saw stuff on them. And yeah. Anything Yoshi story, Gran Turismo? Never saw it. Uh, no, I, th- I mean the Porygon episode. What what was the issue with that? Just too many flashing lights and stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. My Siri went off. Porygon episode. What? Oh yeah, uh, the Porygon episode. How did that happen? Uh, so uh, there was a sequence in the anime where they go into the digital world. Porygon digitizes them. And um, as Porygon fires, I think it's it's not pin missile, but some sort of missile attack. And there's explosions on the screen. The background's like blue. So and it's the missiles are flashing red. So it just does that that red and blue flashing sequence that people with uh, that are uh, susceptible to epilepsy uh, get triggered by. Um, wow. Which I, you know, watching the new Dragon Ball Super stuff, I feel like I'm going to have. I think there's a certain specific rhythm that like causes it. So as long yes. as you're not within that, you're fine. But I was just reading the rating for um, Home Alone Three. It says rated PG for slapstick violence, <laughs> language, and mild sensuality. Well, then my life is rated PG. <laughs> Heyo. Heyo. Zing. Bazinga. Man, that could have been in uh, episode of. Uh, Woody Allen's, children. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> Mild sensuality. Anyway, should we talk about Titanic? I feel like um, I don't know. It's kind of a Titanic task. That's true. Um, I mean, it was. Let's just say it was critically a, acclaimed. Great soundtrack. Um, historically, relatively accurate. Is it? I guess that's true. And it, so I remember seeing the behind the scenes stuff. They would always show it on like ET or 
uh, Entertainment Weekly or whatever. And like they built an actual like <laughs> they they built the sea. Like they built like a giant tank and they put a Titanic's like replica on it, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. And it, like it was and then they sank it. And uh like James I want to say that was James Cameron, right? Yeah. James Cameron put a lot into this movie. Uh, I bet it was Michael Bay. Everyone just explodes (laughs) when they hit the water. Uh, I want (laughs) to say, I want to say Michael Bay did a version of the Poseidon adventure, which is the one where the the steam liner turns upside down and they have to get from the bottom or the top. Didn't they, didn't they do some dives to the Titanic to research for this movie? Well, that was James Cameron. So James Cameron, uh, you know, he's a deep water enthusiast and he has his like Who little isn't? portable submarine thing. I think this is when he had the like they were like still getting to the remote. Uh, oh, God, like, please tell me it's yellow. It's yellow. It's the yellow. It's the one you're thinking of. It's it's the, <laughs> the exact yellow submarine. One they, well, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it's the one you it's like the one with the robotic arms. And yeah. The, yeah. Um, but yeah, it uh, it was I think historically relatively accurate while still being a Hollywood production. Unlike the movie Pearl Harbor, which the only true thing about the movie Pearl Harbor is that there is a place called Pearl Harbor that was attacked. This up because uh, <laughs> we saw this with our buddy Ben, and God, we that was that was like we got dropped off. It was like a three hour movie, and it was. I kind of liked it, but at the same time, it was just like, this is terrible and nothing to do with reality. Um, And then two people can't fit on a door. (laughs) Yes. I'm I'm pretty sure Mythbusters busted that, right? Uh, Yeah, I think they busted that. um, But no, it's just. And it's also also from what I understand, the movie is framed by like Rose. Old Rose has the, the the blue heart diamond necklace thing that she drops into the water. I just, I think the problem with the Titanic is like, please, for the love of God, don't use the phrase unsinkable ship. <laughs> because, like that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm sorry. Um, I want to say it was a Futurama episode that did that, but I know they did it in Doctor Who. They're like, it's the Titanic too. It's an unsinkable cruise liner. And then it sinks. <laughs> Not that funny, but kind of yeah. funny. Uh, uh, I think that does it. All right. Uh, that's it for this week's edition. Name me 90s. Remember, you can find new episodes out every Monday. Check the episode description for this week's supplemental Spotify playlist curated by yours truly. Find us on Twitter if that still exists and Instagram at Name me 90s with 90s <laughs> or find our personal Twitter accounts again if it still exists at B Schwitty and at Name me Andrew and tell us what you want us to talk about on future episodes. If you'd like to support the show, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash namely90s, also with a 90s. Finally, you could contact us through our website, namely90s.com. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Yoshi Story, Deezer, TuneIn, iHeart, Good Pods, and wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Brandon, that's Andrew, and we'll catch you next time. I get knocked down, but I get up again. I don't know the rest.